Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my tremendous co-host Mozzie. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely tremendous, man. How are you doing? I'm good. I am good. Any better? And I'd be you. So my dad says to people, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like, like five times a day, it's like, "How you doing? Oh, any better? I'd be you." That's so cheesy. I love like dadisms. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's like quintessential dadism. Like I heard one the other day, it wasn't from my dad, it was from someone like, instead of asking for a signature, you ask for an autograph. Like that's a dad thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think of more just like off the top of my head, but calling people sport. <laughs> saying saying cheesy things to the waiter or waitress. Oh, uh, yeah. You finish your meal. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now my dad does that one all the time. You have any allergies? <laughs> just to bad food. <laughs> Well, you're in luck. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of bad food, we have to talk about some of the uh, terrible things we saw last week and some of the good things we saw last week. So we're going to skip the injuries for now and um, do that tomorrow. So we're going to split it up. We're recording on Wednesday right now. Then we're going to do the preview on Thursday when we have more injury info just so we're not um, backtracking on stuff. So, yeah, because we'll get a lot of updates today about yeah. stuff, like later in the day. Yeah, like a bunch of stuff will come in as we're recording, and it'll be like, oh, that 10 minutes was wasted. Mm-hmm. But um, before we get into the bad food that is the Bears, um, let's talk about some of the trades that happened this week. Oh, yeah. Crazy, man. It seemed like they all came out of nowhere, except yeah. for not all of them. Well, I guess Emmanuel Sanders was the one people were expecting. Yeah, that was the one that was, like, obvious, like... Yeah. But where he went, I think, was maybe surprising to some people. I didn't think they were in cons- like they were trying to get him in particular. Yeah, they've got like I, I mean, is he instantly their number one receiver? Like, I mean, not counting Kittle. Yeah, not counting Kittle, probably because he's instantly the best one. I think because like you've got Pettis maybe in the three role. Yeah, because like of like there's Pettis, Debo, Goodwin. Like no one's really like stood out. It's been a hodgepodge. So yeah. That being said, though, they do run a shitload. Like I, th- I think it's kind of a lateral move for him. I don't know. Yeah, it, they didn't seem like a. I don't know. I didn't feel like they were in a super big need for a wide receiver, but maybe, maybe. Maybe they'll put him over the top. Like I mean, once you, once you're six and zero, oh, like okay, don't get complacent. Yeah. Because like his first four weeks, like three of Emmanuel Sanders' first four weeks were really really good, and the last three, it's been like. So, it'll be, I think it'll be somewhere in between, like, um, hmm, because I mean, they've got, they've got a pretty decent schedule going forward, like, aside from Minnesota, and I guess Buffalo, they've got a pretty easy schedule the rest of the year, so. Right now, Sanders is slated as, like, the starting slot receiver over Debo, with Dante Pettis and Goodwin as yeah. the two, other two. That makes sense. I mean, they move them all around a shitload, though. For sure. But, I'm sure Shani will put better used to him than whatever the hell he was running in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like right now. <coughs> so on the year, Emmanuel Sanders is wide receiver 26 on the year. How much do you think that changes up or down by the end of the year? He's 26 right now? Yeah, a wide receiver 26 on the year right now. And half PPR. Better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll <coughs> stay around there. Like, I think he can finish top 24, but, like... 
Ugh. Yeah, that's. I mean, top twenty-four, top t- top t- twenty-two. Yeah, I think I think he'll go up a little bit from where he's at right now, but. But yeah, to... we we okay. don't expect him to just like suddenly be like Amari Cooper. No, you know, was last year when he got traded. Gosh, that was nuts. But I mean, okay, so Indy, Cleveland, by Minnesota, Buffalo. Those are two are kind of rougher. But I mean, even Buffalo's not too bad. And then. You know, Chargers, Houston, Kansas City, Detroit. So, I mean, he's got a pretty fine schedule coming up. Like, San Francisco's not going to face anyone, like, super lockdown. Which one were you looking at? I'm looking at them. They've got Carolina, Cardinals, Seattle. Oh, uh, wait. Did it not switch from... Wait. Hold on. Let me look at San Fran's schedule. Because I, I was looking at Emmanuel Sanders' schedule. Oh, and it still didn't switch to from Denver. That might be that might be it. Uh oh, my doofus. Yep, I'm a doofus. Oh no. Well, more like their interface is slow. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm gonna blame you for that one. That trade happened like what, like 24 hours ago? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, ESPN, get on your shit. <laughs> Denver Broncos legend. Uh, yeah. So they got Cardinals twice. That's favorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Green Bay. Eh. Meh. Yeah. After Baltimore, Panthers, it's three really really nice games in a row. Yeah, and then you get week fifteen. You get Atlanta. That's nice. <laughs> but sixteen is Rams, so that's not. That's okay. Like not. Well, because they have because they've got one of the best slot corners in the league right now, and and Nickel Roby Coleman, which I still love that his name is basically Nickel, and he's a nickel corner. I can't yeah. get over that. Thing. And his last name is like the combination of two good corners <laughs> names. <laughs> It's it's just destiny. It's one of those things. Like Gunner Ozlowski or whatever his name is. It's a special <laughs> teams guy. Like some things are just destiny. But anyway, yeah, I think. I mean, his value can't go down from what it's been the last couple of weeks. Sanders. I mean. No. Yeah, I think he'll. Yeah, it won't be get worse for yeah, sure. I'm sure he desperately wanted out. <laughs> can't blame him. Yeah. So he's on a contender now. That's good for him at least. So. 49ers are going to actually, like, they're legit now, and this makes them, like, this helps you know that they are they are legit as far as, like, title intentions. Yeah, and they're trying to go for it. Mm-hmm. Next up, um, we have um, another, I guess, you know, usually known as a slot guy, possession guy, Mohamed Sanu. Yeah. Uh... So, as I said, I don't like that the Patriots got him, but I'm cool that Atlanta got a second rounder for him. I know that's bad. They like were like, we want Sanu. Here is a great offer, and the Falcons were like, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're tanking. Like, you're getting older. Like, second rounder. Like, it's gonna be late second rounder, but yeah, it's almost a. It's essentially a th- early third rounder. Yeah, but I mean, that's still a day two pick. So <laughs> yeah, and Sanu is. I mean, he's like 30, 31, right? Yeah, he's getting so. up there. Like, he's still good. He's obviously a fit for. The Patriots, because he's a slot receiver, but yeah, it's funny how many slot receivers they're gonna bring in. But just waiting for all of the. Uh, here's the best quarterback on the Patriots, and here's Tom Brady memes. Yeah, Brady's <laughs> gonna he's gonna have the third best pass rating on the team now after uh, Sanu and Edelman. <laughs> the the trick plays are gonna come up with are gonna be hilarious though. I hope they have like just some like way over the top trick play. Oh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Where they have Sanu and Edelman both lined up to take a snap, 
and Brady's out wide. <laughs> <laughs> Next level. But okay, so first in news value, um, we see where he's been on the year. So I mean, because I, I guess this implies to me that Gordon's injury is like significant. Significant, enough. yeah. Yep. Major takeaway: Josh Gordon probably has a significant knee injury. Yeah, it was something that was left me. I don't even know the specifics of it, but it's, <coughs> even if it's not like super severe, it's enough to <coughs> bring someone else in. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, they didn't. They basically didn't have receivers on Monday. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, they still won, unfortunately. They had Edelman, but yeah, it was Edelman and James White, and that was about it. Uh, they kind of could use some wide receivers. We were talking about that. They're being, I mean, nothing against Tom Brady and their offense, but they're being carried by their defense right now. So, a boost for that. Yeah, that defense is absurd. I guess it can kind of blend in the takeaways is, is that, like, this defense, holy moly, like. It's like, it's actually almost unbelievable. Like, the quarterback's QBR is like 35 against them. Yeah, they just fucking smother people into into oblivion. Like, it's... <laughs> I hate it, but they're really fucking good. I know, I hate it, but it's so, it's so fucking good. Like, that secondary just doesn't let anything pass. No, yeah, it's... It's, it's like, a hard... It's hard to start, like, anyone against them, like, at all. Yeah, other than, like, a few quarterbacks in home field advantages, I'm avoiding starting quarterbacks against them. Yeah, like next week, Browns at Patriots. Do you want to play any Browns at all? Like, I think it's hard to, like, obviously it's hard to sit Chubb because of how many touches he gets, but even then, like, as someone who is a Nick Chubb stan, it's even hard for me to get excited about, like, it's hard for me to get past half Chubb about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the Patriots is they don't really, like, stoop down to their opponents whatsoever no. you know like the like once a year they'll stoop down to the to the afc east on the road but that's about it and do that they always seem to win <laughs> so i'm yeah. probably avoiding most of the browns next week yeah they're they're what is it, like 13 point favorites right now oh yeah yeah so where were we <laughs> sanu yeah i I'm not sure. Like, I think I'll have. I think he's like. I mean, obviously, he's the type of guy. He's always been a PPR guy more so than a standard guy. But yeah, since forever. Yeah, pretty much since forever. Um, what? He's yeah. He's obviously like 47 on the year. He might. He's going to go up a little bit from there, I think. But mm-hmm. not like a ton. I don't know. He's still kind of just like bi week fill in while you were a guy. I think. Yeah, like, you might just have a matchup some week where you're like, this is a slot matchup. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get a ton of catches. It'll probably be in, like, the 30s by the time the season ends. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at his matchups point through the year. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, the, so the only game I could see the Patriots losing possibly this year. So at the Ravens and then hosting the Chiefs, well, they'll have um, Mahomes back, yeah. Yeah, but they're hosting them. Ugh. Yeah, they do. They do go to the Texans at one point. Honestly, I think I think the best hope is when they go visit the Ravens. <laughs> Let me look. Because they're only favored by. So this is this is in two weeks. The early luck is they're only favored by one. So. 
Because I think they'll beat the Eagles. I think they'll beat the Cowboys. To, like, yeah, they have Philly and Dallas, but they don't really seem like they can keep up with them at all. No, Philly's not good. Like, <laughs> their, secondary, a... their secondary is just destroyed. Yeah, so, well, see, if like... the Cowboys smash you, then you're not a good team. Yeah. <laughs> like, because remember, the Cowboys beat up on bad teams. So, yeah, yep. Eagles are a bad team. <laughs> 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 the transit of property. <laughs> And yeah, Texans. I mean, that'll be a good game. It's the night game, mm-hmm. but it's still like I mean, it's in Houston too, which is a slight boost. But I, that like that's a maybe. Yeah, that one's yeah. And then so their secondary is not good either. Like no, yeah. So there are three games that I think that Patriots could maybe lose. But I see the thing is, I would love for them to go undefeated and then lose in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it would bring me such joy. Yeah, that would make me happy personally. But anyway, where were we? Um, so new. Yeah, I, I think he still got. A, he still belongs on like end of bench or waivers, kind of. And then we also had two corners getting traded: uh, Quandre Diggs and Gary and Conley. I don't think it. I don't think either there's a huge impact either way. Yeah, the Quandre Diggs one was surprising. I really thought Detroit as an organization like liked him, so mm-hmm. kind of shocking. Um, I mean, yeah. Seattle just needs help to stay in contention, so it's a good move by them to get some more depth. <coughs> yeah, and then Conley won, like, he hasn't been good this year, but he's still really young, so and he was really good his rookie year, so. Yeah, there could be a lot of growth for him. We Yeah, I'm not ready to call him a bust by any means because no. he's having an off year. Yeah, it's like 2018, he... He only allowed like a 76 pass rating towards him, which is pretty solid for sure. Yeah, as a rookie, right? Yeah, and then this year it's been 132, so it's like way different. Which I know before we like started recording, we were talking about like Marshall Lattimore. Like, right, rookie year to second year. Yeah, so and now he, it looks like he's back to being good. Yeah, because they started using him in man more because he's, he's, not, he's not his own guy. Mm-hmm. It's not like his. Because, like, okay, like this year looking at Lattimore. Zone, it's 118, and then press and man, it's like 46 and 56. Like, clearly, he's yeah. good at one of these things. He's a man. Yeah. So, like, looking at Marshall Lattimore, his rookie year, it was a 44 pass rating towards him. Oh, sorry. Oh, that was only weeks through six. Hold on, let me do the whole year. Whoops. Threw it off. Oh, oh, slider. There we go. Okay. 2017. So, okay, he allowed a 49 pass rating, rating towards him all of 2017, his rookie year. 2018, that jumped to, uh, 113 so like there's what we're seeing the big you know fall off and now this year we're at this year at 101 but it's been a really big like so this is weeks one through six let me look at like four through six yeah he's back down to like 42 in the last few weeks once they have him in man more zoop so it's a team like realizing okay this guy is really really good at this and not good at this and thankfully, the Saints, you know, were at least not too stubborn to not change that. <laughs> Try to enforce a scheme that doesn't fit their players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're a good, they're a well coached team. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like that's how you should coach. That's how you should fucking coach. Uh, it's like frustrating when you just see it. Yeah, like I mean, we saw it with um, Marcus Peters was already a way better fit in Baltimore. Yep. And wait, what other corner was traded last week? I thought there was another corner trade last week, or am I 
Oh yeah, Rams. Yeah, that's right. Uh, to the Rams. Yep. And he he did <laughs> impact last week. Oh yeah. And then, but yeah, Gary on Conley um, to um, the Texans, so they need the help. So hopefully he can fit in better there. Hopefully. But and then yeah, Quandre Diggs. Like I said, he was a team hometown favorite kind of guy. He gone. Rip. But he hasn't really played much this year and hasn't been too good in limited time. So I mean, I don't like, blame them. Though. Yeah. Like business standpoint, can't blame them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, <laughs> like any suspensions or holdouts or anything up. Trent Williams still, <laughs> still holding out. They claim they won't trade him. Just fucking trade him. Oh my god, I hate the Redskins. It's hard. It's hard not to. God, well, just Dan Schneider and Bruce Allen are just the worst. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything like, to add to it, but only no, yeah, that's about it. It's like, that's right. There's the worst, and then there's Dan Schneider and Bruce Allen. <laughs> they they can are superlative to the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what what could they ruin? They could like what's like the best thing they could ruin? Oh, it's like when you're out with your friends, and then one of your friends you invited shows up, and like, hey, these are my friends that I brought, and they're just like the scrubbiest. <laughs> looking fucks and you're like oh cool <laughs> and it's bruce allen and dan schneider <laughs> no i love the uh the clip of, of um shanahan when they asked him like what his favorite part about working in washington was he's like oh like working with my dad was cool like i liked working with, like a good coaching staff and it's like all right what was the worst part and he was like everything else yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was Yo. like oh I'm sure he enjoyed uh, getting a win there. Oh, I'm sure. He was like, fuck these guys. Nice revenge game. Guess who gets the revenge game this week? Kirk Cousins. Yo. But we'll save that for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the game is tomorrow night. Oh, game is tomorrow night. But let's move on to some things that kind of stood out in either a good or a bad way. When we're you know getting back to what we were talking about, you know, terrible food. Then being allergic to that. I guess I'll say I'm allergic to... Um, um, let me see. I'm allergic to bitch Trubitsky. <laughs> Double so, bitch. It's so bad he gets two bitches. <laughs> like, he's just not been good this year remotely. I but, didn't really look and see how he did against the Bears, but now I'm going to go check it out. Or against, or against the, uh, the, yeah, against the Saints. Yeah, he got like a lot of garbage time. He started so shittily. Like through the three quarters, he had nothing, and then just garbage time in the fourth. I mean, he was 34 of 54. Yeah. I fucking threw the ball so many times. Uh-huh. Yeah, they ran the ball, I think, like, single-digit times last week. No, yeah, the Bears aren't are not a good team either. <laughs> We're finding out. The defense is taking a step back. Tariq Cohen had nine receptions for 19 yards. Yeah, that's... Dude. Yeah, that's rough. Were you just throwing it to him at the line, like, with a linebacker he was. He face? was getting him blown up. Or, like, trying to. So, the play, you know the clip of, like, the Saints players, like, making fun mm-hmm. of him for being short? Like, on that play, like, Trubisky, like, pretty much, like, got him almost blown up, but Tariq was quick enough to get out of it. But, yeah, I was, like, <laughs> it was rough to um, rough to see. I, this game, I wasn't on this game too much, like, watching it wise, because it wasn't on red zone a lot. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. I fucking... I'm just looking at the targets. It's like Allen Robinson had 10 receptions of 16 targets. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, this game was in the later slate. I was watching Baltimore. That's why I didn't see much of this. Mm. But yeah, no, yeah, he hasn't looked. He he looked okay in the what was it? The game against Washington. So yeah. Oh. But like okay, Green Bay, Denver, Minnesota, New Orleans. Albeit most of those are good defenses. So like, he gets the Chargers and Philly the next two weeks. I mean, so, he should be able to do okay against Philly. Yeah. But, like, the good defenses have just... Like, a Minnesota, you got hurt, that's right. But, like, Green Bay and Denver, who Denver has been kind of meh anyway, and Green Bay, we've seen them get pushed by good teams. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the Saints looked like the better team again. Yeah, dude, that defense is legit. Consistently every week. And Teddy looks great. I'm so happy for Teddy. Me too. Yeah, they were, like, interviewing after the game. And on point, he's like, you know, like, for me, like, waking up, that's a win every day. I'm like, oh, man, man. It's inspirational. <laughs> so I'm, that's, that's the good stuff. Yeah, I'm happy for him for sure. I am. It sucks for me as a Falcons fan that like like that. This is probably going to be who the Saints have when Drew Brees retires. And I'm like, ugh. I, I mean, if he doesn't retire, though, do they have to trade him? But like, they'd be. I think they'd be stupid to trade him. But it is a possibility. Yeah, I guess it's like it depends on how long Drew Brees stays around. Like, if he's there this year and next year, then retires, like, they can keep mm-hmm. Teddy on board for that. Because clearly having a competent backup's important. Well, I mean, someone's going to offer him, like, you know, $20 million. Yeah. So the Saints are going to have to pay him that much to keep him because his contract is up. Hmm. So if Breeze doesn't retire, they're, like, they're not going to have him as a backup for $20 million. Like, he'll have to either get traded or they'll have to tell Breeze to... Yeah, that's see, that's a tough one because like, um, that happened with that. That was the Luck Peyton thing was like telling Peyton to kind of scooch early, and he had one good. I think he had one good year after that, right? In Denver hey, was he had two good years in Denver. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was one or two. Yeah, his offense was potent both years, but it was his first year there that was like the fifty-five touchdown. Or that, oh, that was his second year there, actually. That was the 55. Was it his second? So, no, okay, he had three good years in Denver. Wow, how did I forget that? Things just merged together. Yeah, so he was in Denver um, in 2012 through the end of his career. And, like, um, 12, 13, and 14, he had really good years. And then 15 is when his body started just going poo. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, it's interesting. But they also won the Super Bowl the year. He basically went poo. Yeah, the defense was the best that year. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that'll happen, but, like, it's a matter of, okay, do you want your quote-unquote Andrew Luck, which I don't think Teddy's as good as Andrew Luck, you know. Yeah, no, he's not, but he's still very good. Yeah, it's like, okay, do you risk Drew Brees having, like, two really good seasons somewhere else, or do you move on to Teddy? It's, like, a tough kind of choice. I know. I I think you stick with Brees and trade Teddy. I mean, I think it's a. I think it is a like a possibility. Like it is, like definitely not set in stone that they would keep Teddy yeah. as their future guy. Yeah, or maybe like a, can they do a sign and trade? Let me look at his contract because he said it's up after this year. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so I guess they would have to trade him like before the deadline when Breeze comes back. Which at that point you're like, oh, do I want to do that? Because then like, what right. if he gets hurt again? Like, yep. <laughs> then your season sunk. Mm-hmm. That's a tough conundrum, but I mean, it's a—I mean, at least it's like a good conundrum to be in. It could be worse. You could be deciding between like, um, like 
Case Keenum and <laughs> Colt McCoy doing Haskins. Like, that's a not good conundrum. You're right. Yikes. You could have Joe Flacco. See, so, yeah, I would love to see Teddy, you know, spread his gloves. <laughs> his small gloves. <laughs> Wasn't that like the big knock on that he had small hands? Um, maybe. I don't even know if that matters, but anyway, back to <laughs> another nice off track thing on the Bears. I want a Rob get a get get him a good quarterback, please. He's so freaking good. Get him Teddy. Yeah, like just put him with a competent quarterback. That's not Trubisky. Like mm. I do. I think if the Bears had Teddy, they would be really fucking good. <laughs> Honestly, that's hilarious to think about. They just they, they were so enamored with him last week. They traded for him. <laughs> I mean, I still can't get over how they picked Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes. But anyway, um, give me something good. That, that this this bummed me out. Give me something good from last week. Oh, let's see. Well, we got to start with the highlight-ish, which was Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Fucking week. Good lord. Imagine being in that division and your quarterback is Mitch, and then across the way you see Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I assume it's the same way Jets fans feel about Brady, um, or like. Like or anyone in the AFC East feels about Brady. Yeah. The NFC North feels about Rodgers. He's just so fucking good. I mean, we were ready to pick the Raiders because of how just absolutely dead their wide receiving core was. Like it looked like no MVS, no Allison, no Adams. So who is he fucking throwing to? Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison and MVS ended up playing. Yeah, at eleven thirty they were in. Just throwing dimes all day. Fucking perfect passer rating with what six five touchdowns yeah five passing one rushing it was bonkers yeah that that when when they got rolled in i was like should i change my pick i ended up not because i'm like i wonder for the Raiders anyway and i was like it was close for me at that point but, if i had um, woken up in time and seen that i probably would have yeah i was but... it was close but um the uh the fumble through the end zone for the touchback Ugh. That just swung the game so hard because the Raiders were like marching back down to get things even again. And then, nope, Packers ball, and then they scored, and then that's the the game. That's like the worst rule in the game. It makes absolutely no sense. Like you can have a team drive 90 yards down the field, have an articulate a perfect drive, and then like the ball goes out the right side of the end zone, and all of a sudden the other team gets the ball back. Like it's a turnover. That's – yeah, honestly, like, if anything, like, that would be one of those things where you could, like, institute a penalty for it. I think that would make more sense. Like, oh, like, penalty. It's, like, it's one of those, like, weird things. Like, fumbling through the back of the end zone. Like, a, it's a, it could be, like, a penalty. Like, like a intentional grounding or something like that. You know, like, you lose some yards and a down, but you don't lose the fucking ball for a touchback. Yeah, I mean, they could even have a rule where, like, you get a touchback if it goes out the back of the end zone. But if it's the side, it's just like a like yeah. a kickoff penalty thing where going out of bounds is like a just a replay of down. With yeah, going yeah going out of the back, going out of the back of the end zone makes sense with touchback because that's like harder to do. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a tough to get at ten yards bobbling. But I agree, out of the side, they they need to figure something out for that because that's dumb. Ugh. Ugh. My my vote is like making it like a penalty. Yeah, like a holding call, like ten yard penalty replay first down would be for me. Yeah, they, they could. There's a better option than what it is now. Way better. Fix it, God. Austin, it's Austin not Safarian, right. Austin Safarian Jenkins agrees. Yeah, rolling in his fucking grave. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. But on the Raiders, though, something good about the Raiders. The offense, like, looked pretty competent for the most part. Their defense just couldn't stop anything. And their running game was was on point. So, by Jacob's call, so I said 120 and 2. He got the 120. So, that was, that was reassuring. And then he got, like, stopped at the goal line a couple times. Like, he got, like, helicoptered the one. Like, that the one time. I was like, I was like, oh, did he get it? And then you see him just get whoosh back the other way. But, no, I was reassured just from, like, a standpoint of they looked very capable of running. Yeah, and he was effective on the ground. It just He just didn't get the score. Yeah. He, he did get three targets, which is, you know, a decent sign. But, dude, I was getting so tilted. There were, like, there were two or three times when Carr probably should have thrown to Jacobs. And he was, like, over there, like, waving his hands. Like, I'm wide open with no one here. And Carr didn't hit him. I'm like, uh... And the the result of the play like wasn't a good result. I'm like, uh, Carr is like not looking for him enough in the passing game, which is kind of tilting. But <laughs> full tilt. Yeah, that's kind of beside the point. But the running game is is good right now. So the line is good. It's a, and that's one of those takeaways where you, I think you still have a window to buy on Jacobs if you want to because he didn't get the touchdowns, and someone might want to might might see that and not be super on board with it fool take advantage of their foolishness and get jacobs <laughs> i pity the fool <laughs> who don't keep josh jacobs yeah because they get texans lions chargers Bengals, jets chiefs like <laughs> that's a good running schedule <laughs> so oof Bengals and chiefs like already lions are more susceptible to the run mm-hmm. the texans just their defense has been meh mm-hmm Although last week the Texans, um, they sold out to stop Marlon Mack and uh, Jacoby Brissett torched him. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that kind of can transition us to the Colts. Is their offense looked good? They're just a good team. Like they're really well coached. Yeah, they're a well coached, like solid all around team. Even without luck, they're still winning games. It's really impressive. Yeah. Question: How lucky are they that Josh McDaniels flaked? So fucking lucky. <laughs> Like, people kind of forget that, that Frank Wright was their plan B. <laughs> I think he's a better option, too. Yeah, no. Like, this obviously, is... in hindsight, it's easy to say, but, like, he always seemed to have, like, his fucking, like, a good head on his shoulders. And McDaniels is just a pussy boy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that as your head coach. Have you seen any of the new South Parks? No. Okay, no. but there's one that's been, like, gifted me. It's, like... You have to you have to like change your definition of freedom if you want to suck all the sweet tea of China, and it's like you have to t- change your definition of freedom if you want to suck all the sweet t- tea of Bill Belichick. <laughs> Todd is for Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. Bill Belichick smiling. Come here, Joshy. <laughs> Gross. I wonder if I wonder if Brady kisses McDaniels on the mouth. Where do you think he learned it from? <laughs> Someone had to start that. It was probably Belichick. He's his daddy. <laughs> this is getting a little much. Anyway, but, yeah, the Colts, like, they're impressed. They're, like, they have impressed me a lot this year. And, like, I wasn't sure on Jacoby Brissett, but, no, he's looked really good. And so, like, I I was wrong to like, not be in on at least this version of the Colts and Brissett. I mean, he had done well with them in the past. Mm-hmm. He just hadn't been, like, luck. Yeah, but 
I mean, I, I, no one expected him to be Andrew Luck, but he's been really good this year. So it's, it's I, I, I like to see the team doing well, even after having probably the worst possible thing happen to him in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate, in a positive note, T.Y. still blew up. Yep. <laughs> T.Y. versus the Texans. Name a better duo. Yeah, like, no matter, like, what, no matter the scheme, the coach, whatever, like, he always just beats the Texans. Apparently so does Brissett. He's, like, 3 or 4-0 and against him now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Bill O'Brien cannot beat the former Patriot quarterback. <laughs> I also think Frank Reich is a better head coach than fucking Bill O'Brien. Yeah, like, I think... I think you could get you could put a poll on that, and the poll results will be like a hundred to zero. Like, <laughs> I don't. I, that's like I don't think it's up for debate that Frank Wright is a way better coach than Bill. I Ryan. mean, there are some people that would just, but like I, like no. in my opinion, Bill O'Brien's really holding this team back. But yeah, like if if they swapped, like what would the Colts record be if they swapped, and what would the Texans record be if they swapped? Like that's the. <laughs> Like I imagine the Texans would be like you know six and one, the Colts would be like one and five. I mean not that bad, but maybe like two and two and two four instead of four and yeah. two. Yeah, but interesting things to think about. Mm-hmm. So Bill O'Brien, you know, he doesn't stand out in a great way sometimes. Um, what's something else that stood out in a not so great way for you last week? Uh, let's see. Um. I guess I'll talk about the Eagles secondary again. Uh, don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. Their secondary is not healthy. It's not good. It's getting torched. The Cowboys ran all over them. It was embarrassing. I, I think we've I think we've used wet garbage to describe them before, right? <laughs> Warm, wet garbage. Moist. Not hot. Yeah, not hot. Warm, humid, moist garbage it's like it's like you, garbage it's like you put like a bunch of like cardboard in a trash bag and then threw it outside in the rain and like everything got soda and you open up the trash bag and it's just like <laughs> it's that <laughs> it's the eagle secondary yeah Ugh. it's like I, I imagine like trash that's like started fermenting Ugh. That, gross <laughs> i smell that when i say it and that's the eagle secondary <laughs> gotta go vomit real quick <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, they're bad. They get John Brown next week gets that secondary dude. Damn. So yeah, you and I were both like, if Cooper is back, this is definitely a Dallas game, and he was back, and it was definitely a Dallas game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I said the Cowboys beat bad teams. Eagles are a bad team. Damn. It's rough, but I think it's the case at this point. Yeah. They're three and four, so. And then, I guess we could talk about just the NFC South in general. The Falcons and Bucks, man. Woof. Wooferoni. Mm-hmm. Yeah, allegedly the Bucks are moving on from Winston. That is from what I've been reading. Yeah, or like they're going to, is it like they're going to move on now or they're going to like move on after the season? I'm assuming after the season. Yeah, because they have what, Ryan Griffin right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they could be in contention for a top pick, I think is likely. I mean, they're always in contention for picks when Jameis is playing. <laughs> yeah, famous Jameis could be seeing his season at an end. I don't know. 
it's just never really panned out. <laughs> yeah, he like showed promise, but he's just like like we said, like you go to a batting cage and that's that's him. He's like that machine just throwing the balls and they're all picks. Like <laughs> it, it, bad decisions. Yeah, like he he's had some blow up games, but it's not worth the four or five pick games is the thing. Exactly. Like he will single handedly lose you a game. And he beat the Rams, and then he just like lost. Yeah, <laughs> it's like two or three straight. You beat the Rams, and then the, and then you get picked off five times by Carolina. It's like what? <sighs> Hot then you're cold. You yes then you're no. <laughs> Up then you're down. <laughs> but moving in the division, the team that's just down right now is Atlanta. Um, uh, they lost Matt Ryan too. Yeah, which apparently the angle injury is not too severe. Um, I don't think I'll be back this week, despite some reports saying the expectation is that because there's no reason to rush him back. But the defense is like so, so bad. They can't do anything. So like Seahawks this week, like Russell Wilson <laughs> and, and Chris Carson even. <laughs> yeah, like starting quarterbacks against the Falcons. Like let me let me pull up like how it's been. Because it's been really rough trying to find my, like, fancy points against here. It's always so hard to, like, every year, like, these sites move shit around and it annoys me. Because, like, I just want to find, like, just who's been trash. Just tell me who's been trash. Right. That's all I need yeah, to they, know. They, like, revamped their site and it's never better. It's just different. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Falcons have now been worse against quarterbacks than the Dolphins. Ugh. Ugh. Like... <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, I can't. That's so bad. I thought the Dolphins would still be in last, dude. I thought the Dolphins would still be the worst. Nope, it's the Falcons, man. <laughs> oh, what happened, dude? I don't know. I mean, I, I, every year I want to say injuries, but like at a certain point, I mean, the, okay, the line has got a lot of injuries. That's that's one of those things where it's like, okay. Like, if the offense is bad, I understand. But the offense has been mostly fine. Like, last week was rough, but, like, Matt Ryan went out. It's been the defense every year. Bucks still up, give up more passing yards. That's, yeah. So, you know, they still got that. Yeah, the Bucks still do the most yards. So, that division is fertile ground somewhat. So, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the Dolphins allow more TDs per game. But, yeah, the Falcons allow like, a good, nice combination of yards, TD, and... They're also pretty susceptible to the rushing QBs, so that's fun. It's funny to get these numbers because you can tell who Lamar Jackson has played against. <laughs> like, see the Bengals allow like 50 yards a game rushing to quarterbacks, but then you're like, oh, they did play Lamar Jackson. They that's right. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, they played Russ, Jalen, Murray, Lamar, and Minshew. Holy shit. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah, no wonder they've got 50 yards rushing for a game. Wow. That's that's wild. Anyway, sorry, back on track. We, we go on tangents a lot here. We like tangents. Part of, it's part of it. That's what makes football fun. So, but yeah, on the other special, we talked about the Patriots. Just, yeah, uh, can't really start quarterbacks against them. That's a big bummer. Um, Chase Chase Edmonds, or I'm going to start calling him Chase Chase Almonds because he was the nuts last week. <laughs> so he was a great, just a big old bag of blue diamond almonds. Yeah, he, he's good for you. He's good for your fantasy team. You know, good for your, you know, bowel movements. Yeah, keeps oh. the heartbeat of your fantasy team healthy. There you go. 
Yeah, he he fucking blew up, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was wild. Yeah, he's been with David Johnson on the field like in weeks five and six. He was like a good flex option, and then last year, like sorry, last week, when Cliff Kingsbury decided to just lie to everybody and say DJ was fine or what? It's not fine, but they kept him active and then ran him once. Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, he is he is in McVeigh territory of don't believe anything this fucker says. I was so mad too because I picked up Chase Edmonds. I like originally picked up Malcolm Brown and and was like, eh, I'm gonna go with Edmonds instead. So I got Edmonds and I was gonna put him in, but I woke up at 150 and didn't get to put him in. And I saw he had 30 points. Yeah, it's it's tough just because like. DJ played and was questionable last week and was good. Well, yeah, but I have two flex spots. He was going to be my second flex. Hmm. Uh. Eh, happens. It's tough. I, I had him on a bench in the league where I lost, so like I was like, eh. I felt like I wasn't going to start him over like Tevin Coleman. Like, yeah. So, but hey, if you have him, you have like a fucking gold mine, and you're happy about it though. Like that's the thing. Exactly. Moving forward, because we don't know what's up with DJ. Yeah. We don't know if we'll ever know, really. Yeah, and the thing is, like, Chase Edmonds has carved out a role for himself on this team. Like, regardless of if David Johnson is there or not, Chase said, like, there's no way they can put this, like, proverbially like, genie back in the bottle. Because the last three games when Chase Edmonds has been balling out, they, like, have been winning, albeit it's Cincinnati Atlanta, the Giants. So, like, it's part of it, too. They've played Easter teams. Like, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, Chase Edmonds is the only reason they're winning. Because, like, it's, the schedule helps. But, like... I'm sure, like the like the team, the offense has been you know solid while Chase Edmonds has been balling out. So I'm curious if they'll continue that. Yeah, and we saw the Cardinals signed a couple people. Yeah, they signed Alfred Morris and Zach Zenner, mm-hmm. which no, not world beaters by any means, but depth. It does kind of reinforce. I think David Johnson is like hoping to play on Sunday against the Giants. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I think it's like an ankle thing now. Yeah, it's an ankle right now. He just signed two running backs and sat him out last week. Yeah, I feel like he's not going to play. <laughs> Ridiculous. When is there a bye, anyway? Um, week 12. Hmm, interesting. But, yeah, if you've got Chase Edmonds, when David Johnson's out, he's up just start. And even when David Johnson's in, you've got, like, a flex guy. Cause, especially in PBR, but... Because, like, I believe he was catching some balls. Let me see. No, actually, yeah, yeah. He got two, two, three receptions. So, I mean, PPR not even really. It's just even standard, just any league. You can flex him, I'd say. Hell yeah. Chase Almonds. Chase Almonds. That's way easier to say than Edmonds, too, I feel like. Mm. And you're not going to worry about, oh, is it an O or a U? Because Almonds, you know, it's already got the O in there. So, it's going to give you, you know, if you want to say his real name, you're going to remember how to spell it. (laughs) Just some uh, life pro tips. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. What, what's that called? Like when you like associate, like, I forget what the word is for it. Like that mental association you make. I mean, I thought it was mental association. Yeah, there's like a specific word for like remembering one thing associated with something. So you remember that thing. Like, like so you meet someone named like Brett and then like you like think to yourself, okay, Brett Favre. And so that when you see this person, you remember that their name is Brett. Right. Um, there's a there's like a term for that, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> It'll come to us. I'm gonna Google mm-hmm. men, mental association tricks, and maybe, maybe that'll work. 
Who knows? Mnemonic. Mnemonic device. That might be it. I think that's it. Well, that was what I was thinking, but I don't like... Yeah, it would be a mnemonic, but I don't think... That's for stuff like sounds the same, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mnemonic device. Let's, let, me, let me look into this one. Are techniques a person can use to help them improve their ability to remember something? In other words, it's a technique to... Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh like PEMDAS. That's a mnemonic device. So, eh, I guess, yeah, it's kind of... I think it's like, broadly put, I guess... Colin right, it is. Albans is a demonic device. Yeah, it's it's just not like an acronym as well. Yeah, that works. Okay, I was like, why can't I think of this? Damn, I was like thinking that too. I'm like, I'm like, is it like a mnemonic? But then I was thinking, no, mnemonics are more like acronyms. But it might, it like, yeah, acronyms. Literally, like what my train of thought was. Yeah, <laughs> rhymes, imagery, anything that helps you remember something, like with by association. Okay, so. If you forget, is Chase Edmonds with a U or an O? Just remember Chase all sorry Chase Almonds and Almonds has an O. And if you can't spell Almonds, you're just fucked at, at that point. It's <laughs> just fucked. <laughs> and it's just ah nuts. What, what do I say? When I search mnemonic device, <laughs> one of the one of the first pictures like in the top ten, it's in America people spell gray with an A, so A for America, and then in England they spell gray with an E, so E for England. <laughs> That actually helps me out. Although I spell gray with an E, so I don't know. Yeah, I do too. I think it looks weird with an A. It's because we're proper. (laughs) Indeed. This is quite a proper podcast we have here. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Marcy. Indeed. The economy. Yeah. So we didn't do any English accents there. It's kind of funny. I I can't do accents. I can just like do proper boy voice. Oh, so how about them cowboys, all right? Smashing. <laughs> yes, they really smashed those eagles right out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, they really did. My God. I like, I like adding a little laugh at the end. <laughs> oh. Makes me sound like I have a really rich dad, right? <laughs> <laughs> I live in a mansion with my family. <laughs> Where's the butler? Oh, you're serving up Marvin Jones touchdowns this week, good sir. Yes, we are. Ooh, remember that call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you were definitely on Marvin week. But you said that Xavier Rose was on him anyway. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm looking into that. I thought I'd read somewhere that he was, but now I've seen, like, different things. So hopefully, like, so a lot of stuff updates on, like, Wednesday, like, Wednesday into Thursday. So hopefully we can get that info for you guys uh, in our preview tomorrow. Yeah, because I sort of was like, well, Xavier Rhodes is actually a big corner, so he matches up well with Galladay, which is why he tends to stop him. But that always leaves Marvin Jones open, which is like Marvin Jones just absolutely wrecks the Vikings yeah. every time they play. And he did it again. You know, what, four touchdowns? Yeah, so he's one of, I think him, Jerry Rice, and like Sterling Sharp, I think are like three of the only guys to have multiple four touchdown games. Interesting. I'm Googling it to be sure, but I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it was those two, which is wild. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's some good company to be in. I think, I think. His, his other one was against the Jets, I think, actually. Mm. Classic. Naturally. <laughs> oh, yes, naturally. Indeed. All right, so let's see. I'm trying, I'm trying to, like, find these. Let me look at Marvin. Marvin. Yep, as a Bengal against the Jets, he had four. 
Gibman also four. That's that's wild that he's had two four touchdown games. It's huh. It's, it's impressive. He's a good receiver, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's really good. He just like doesn't oh, get enough man. credit sometimes. I see a lot of times he doesn't get enough credit. Honestly, could you imagine a team that would have like him, Muhammad Sanu, <laughs> <laughs> someone, some star like AJ Green or something? Yeah, that'd oh be my nuts. god, that'd be insane. They, I mean, that's like a team that definitely should make it to the playoffs and at least like win some games in the playoffs, right? Some offensive play calling by Jay Gruden, who we know is actually good at offense or yeah. something. Like, dude, oh my god. Shit would be wild. Yeah, you think like I mean, as long as they have like a decent quarterback to keep them afloat, that team should like just ball you'd, out. You'd think they'd be a, just a passing monster year in and year out. Oh yeah, I mean, they should be. Yeah, too bad. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Shame. Sad. Sad. <laughs> I'm like looking at those two and, and Tyler Eifert while healthy too, like a healthy Tyler Eifert. <laughs> Just to cap it all off. <laughs> Just to pile it more on. <laughs> yeah, and they still have Geo like catching passes out of the backfield. Like you you'd think that team would just be just, you know should be really good. Yeah. Such is life. It's a shame we'll never get to see it. Yeah. Big shame. <laughs> yeah, Marvin Jones is a good receiver. And and like if those teams had like good defenses too. Like, you know, if they had, like, top 10 scoring defenses some of those years. <laughs> or even, like, you know, like, second second ranked scoring defense. <laughs> like, you'd think that team with, like, the one of the best defenses in the league. And, you know, Sanu, Jones, A.J. Green, Gio, Tyler Eifert. Like, you'd think that team would be pretty good. They had a top scoring defense that year? Yeah. Oh, man. As in that 2015, though, I think that was when Dalton got hurt and they had to play McCarron, though. Yeah. Mm. Big bummer. They lost to the Steelers, of course. Yeah. But, like, no, all those all those years, they had, like, top 10 defenses. One day they had, like, a top 12, but, like, they had really good defenses all those years, too. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, Jolly. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, where are we? Oh, yeah, Marvin Jones, he had a good week, and that was one of your really good calls there. Um, Danny Dips, um, <laughs> I'm going to call him. <laughs> uh, after his, aside from his Tampa week, he's been pretty underwhelming. So if you were able to get like a big haul for him after that week, congratulations. Like in Dynasty, I mean. Yeah, and it was Tampa, mm-hmm. which we now understand to be a complete pass funnel. Yeah, which Danny Dimes or Dips, whatever you want to call him, versus Tampa. And then Tannehill last week, and now he gets Tampa. That's going to be one of our big um, discussions, I guess, going going into this weekend. We're going to have to figure out tomorrow is, do we play Tannehill? Can you trust him? Because one of the over- overreactions from him finishing the last game was that it's better for the offense fantasy-wise. And last week, that was so far so good. That was the case. Yeah, and so now they get Tampa. So instead of having the top two picks from that year face off, we're getting Tannehill and... <laughs> James facing off, so. Oh man! Could you imagine if they moved off Jameis too? Both of them were just on the bench. <laughs> Ryan Griffin versus Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Battle of well, the Ryan's. We'll say the Buccaneers secondary is a lot worse than the Chargers too. Yeah, that secondary is awful. I'm like, good luck running on them. 
Oh, I guess, sorry, random real of news. I got a notification just now that Adam Thielen will be out uh, tomorrow night. <coughs> so, yeah, short week, too. Also, can we talk about how fucking close that wall is to the field? Ugh. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's just like asking for injury. Yeah, didn't, wait, I'm trying to remember, did Reggie Bush get hurt there or the Rams stadium? Because I know he, like, slid on, like, on... I thought he was the Rams, but that also yeah. might have been me mis- uh, misremembering. I know there was a year where the Rams, like, four, like, every week somebody was getting hurt on the sideline. Yeah, I think it was the Rams, but... Because I think I was mixing it up because he was on Detroit briefly, but I think they were at the Rams. But anyway, yeah, that was just so dumb. He's Like, he had to, like... I imagine he probably heard it trying to pull up and not fucking destroy himself on the ball like an outfielder, but... But... Oh, you did mention San Diego. They're not San Diego. The Chargers. I keep thinking San Diego because they're cursed. Like they're still in San Diego. <laughs> Gosh. So they lose Forrest Lamp as they're about to get Russell Okung back. Like the team's rough, man. The team's rough. It's bad. Like I don't know. Like what? Ha- like I mean, I guess is losing Marquise Pouncey like really just making that team so trash? Like. Is it, like, all that? I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's some regression going on, too. Yeah, I need to look into the defense a little more, too, and trying to figure out, but, man. I mean, the fucking goal line stop. Yeah, the fumbles. Man. Melvo, dude. Fucking Melvo. Which, I think, didn't Melvin Gordon come back, like, right as... Let me look at Marquise Pounce and see when he got hurt, because people are blaming Melvin Gordon a ton. But, like, I think it lines up with Pouncey, and so Melvin's going to get a lot of unfair hate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's Mark. Sorry, it's like... I always forget how Mark, he's Pouncey spells his name, because it has a K in it. Yeah, it's like M-A-U-R. Right? Marquise, yep. The K. A-I-C-E, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... Um, oh, sorry, wait, wait. There's a Steelers Marquise Pouncey, but who's the other Pouncey? Crap. Is it Maurice Pouncey? Yeah. Oh, Mike Pouncey. Again, parents, <laughs> stop naming your kids the same shit. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was just waiting. <laughs> I was like, he's going to see it. <laughs> and like, Mike is just like pulling letters out of Marquise. <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> like, okay, like they're, they're twins. So like, I get you think, oh, it's cute and funny. But, <laughs> man, fucking idiot. It's like the equivalent of if I had a brother named Scoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scoot this is Scott Mizzou. and this is Scoot. Like, oh my god, how stupid are you? <laughs> or even like Scott and like Sam, or like Scott and like, um, Scott and Steve, there we go. That would be like... <laughs> yeah, that's a little more appropriate. <laughs> Mike, Mike and Marquise are... Pretty like easy to fucking mix up though, man. That fucking Rick and Morty skit, like I'm Michael and this is uh Pikeel. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even give me a name. They just took Michael and, and started with a P instead. <laughs> what kind of name is Pikeel? <laughs> oh gosh, my, one of my favorite things I see on um like a dating app is like when a girl has a name that looks made up, like. <laughs> I see that sometimes, and like it's like almost like a combination of like multiple names. I'll see if I can find one or think of one while like we're going. But like, there's a girl her name was like Jaylee. I'm like, what? Jaylee? I'm like, make make up your mind, please. 
<laughs> it's like it sounds like you're lying to me already. This is not. It a good sounds start. like you're trying to like just do two names at once, and it's not. It's not working out. <laughs> just choose one. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when you try to mix um, like multiple names. Like my sister's name is Jocelyn. It's a pretty uncommon name, but like other people have the name at least. Yeah, no, it's like when you do a couple name like Brangelina. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my sister's name is supposed to be a combination of Joe, my dad, and then Linda, my grandma, so Jocelyn. Like they found like an actual name that's been used before to fit it, so that makes sense. But they didn't just like make up a name. Gosh, I don't know why these things told me so much, dude. <laughs> it's just like so random. But anyway. Where were we? Oh yeah, so Marquis Pouncey, sorry, Mike Pouncey, fucking a, went out week five, and Melvin Gordon came back week five. So, mm. I, people are blaming Melvin Gordon right now, but I think they should really be looking at, um, like Mark, like Mike, fucking, I, I can't get it right, Mike Pouncey uh, being out. Yeah, I mean, we know that Gordon is good. Yeah, like people are definitely like, like, I don't know, he hurt his stock though. With the holdout, because Eckler played really fucking well. Yeah, and then this timing's been rough, and the offense has been just a lot worse in general. And it's been—I I think the lineman injuries have more to do with it than than him. Obviously, I don't think getting Melvin and Gordon Mesh is going to make your team worse all of a sudden. Like, no, of course not. So, but anyway, <sighs> gosh, fucking Chargers, dude. All right. Um, Oh yeah, we had another reaction from last week that was um, Carson's back on the bell cow track and his fantasy stats weren't good, but he got 24 touches, so he is a bell cow. So that's nice. The bell cow. Yeah, he's definitely locked up that role. Yeah. And then, um, so some guys from last week who were right or wrong on, we already talked about Marvin Jacobs. I, I, I think I'll count Jacobs as right. He was pretty good for me in DFS. Like, I played him and won money with him, so I'll count that. <laughs> The yards were there, the touchdowns weren't, but he was still a good play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the obvious ones, like saying Dalvin Cook was going to be good, that was kind of easy. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. But that was one where we were like, this is definitely like a Cook week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... It was. Yeah, and then Cooper, if you took if you took the jump on him after him being questionable, he definitely paid off against this terrible Eagle secondary. It's wet blanket. Yep. That's steamy warm garbage. Steamy warm garbage. Yep. Um, Derrick Henry had a fine day. It was like a pretty like it was a he had good 17 day. Seventeen points. Yeah, it's like a pretty good day. I was so back and forth on him. I ended up eventually being not super high on him. I didn't like go with him much anywhere just because I did feel I just felt bad about this game in general. But it, it, the game script worked out where he got a lot of touches. So. My my wavering confidence. I don't even. I don't know if I want to take this as a win personally, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked it because I felt like the game would be close a lot, so he would be having a lot of opportunities yeah. to run. I know, like as I wavered off of it, you stayed more confident than I did on it. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was funny. I was like, Ugh. it was hard after last week. Mm-hmm. But hey, the Tannehill boost. <laughs> Tannehill boost. Oh my God, Mariota. <sighs> That's a phrase we're saying. Okay, Tannehill boost, huh? Um. It's his breakout year. Gosh. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, T.Y. and Hopkins were both really good in that game on both sides. It was Hopkins week. Um, no Will Fuller. I, I, don't know if that, I don't know if that really helps or hurts Hopkins one or the other. I guess it narrows the target distribution. So maybe, but. Yeah, I think it, it, it does narrow it a bit. Like, I think he has a higher floor now. Yeah, I think so. So 
more the touchdown should go his way, like because Will Fuller is getting a lot of those looks. Oh yeah, yeah. It was really because Hopkins had some like weird ass stat where it was like he had like a ton of targets like, in the red zone last year and had like hardly any this year or something. So I could see that kind of starting to move back now. Although most of Will Fuller's were out of the red zone anyway, but now they won't be scoring from the opposite twenty as much. Right. <laughs> And then and it's Fuller. Yep. And then three other guys. So Latavius Murray. To me, that one felt like obvious. But yeah, we at, know that the average person might not have seen that. But yeah, and like a lot of I hope a lot of people in season league started because like in my in my daily stuff, like he wasn't like that highly used. And I'm like, I know he like got a lot of touchdowns, but he still like had a really good day in what was a good matchup, despite like what it looked like on the surface, because we talked about Akeem Hicks being out and how big of a hit that was. The Bears are just bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did get two touchdowns, but he still got, uh, like, 150 yards. Right, yeah. Not having Hicks was a big thing for us. That mm-hmm. makes the run D way more susceptible, and they had been trending that way. And then playing against subpar quarterback play always helps because it can get you a yep. better field position. Yo, better field position, you have the ball more, you can run more because the game's not getting out of hand. Yeah, and that's what we saw with the Jacksonville uh, defense was they got, you know, a nice um, subpar quarterback to play against. Or I guess par, average, what, I mean, the Dalton line, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but, um, par. Yeah. Par for the course. Yeah, maybe like single bogey. But <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, we'll evaluate Dalton performances with, with golf terms now, but yeah, Jacksonville D was a good call there um, against a just an absurdly atrocious Bengals O line. So bad. They got like, the Rams this week. <laughs> man, almost seems unfair. Yeah, that's gonna be so bad, dude. Yeah, Aaron Donald is like just fucking pull up a like a table and some napkins and silverware and shit while you're in the backfield because you're just gonna be there all night he's gonna be camping <laughs> at that table all night <laughs> yeah so i know we're not previewing it but they opened as nine point favorites and quickly shot to 13 point favorites Yep. so also aaron donald he lifted Devonte freeman up off the ground who Devontae oh, yeah. Freeman's not a like small dude but no he's thick yeah so, <laughs> Andy Dalton saw that and was like, Ugh. He got put in timeout. Yeah, butthole is now clenched for <laughs> that. Gosh, and then um, lastly, Lamar Jackson um, wasn't wasn't top two with, with Russ, which that was when I was wrong on was Russ there. But he was in QB6, so QB5, QB6, depending on how your scoring is. But, yeah, good good week for Lamar. He's been just so consistent because he can run a bunch. Say, has he had a bad week? Um, he had one sort of subpar week. Let me look at it. His worst week was Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Pittsburgh week was rough. Um, that was his only down week. Like that was literally his only bad week. But every other week, he's gotten at least twenty-one points. Yeah, he's he's only only been under twenty once. That's that's crazy. That's that makes me so happy. He's definitely used his legs a lot more the past three weeks. Yeah, you have a lot of carries these last few weeks. Which against Cincy, like, okay, that makes sense because they can't stop it. No, yeah, like... they can't tackle anything. I, I, I keep saying they couldn't tackle like a, a grandma in a motorized like wheelchair scooter. 
yes. <laughs> like, you know, or, or like when you go to Disney World and all those happy on the scooters, like the Bengals defense would not be able to take any of them down. Like he was nine for twenty against Seattle with a forty-five percent completion and one hundred and forty yards. You'd think that'd be an awful day for a quarterback, but he had one hundred sixteen yards rushing and a touchdown yeah. on top of it. And like the thing is, like. I hate when people are like, oh, he only passed for this much with this rating. Like, like if you want to say that, then literally just combine all of his yards and attempts together. Like, just say, okay, like, add 14 attempts and add 14 completions and say, okay, he was 23 of, you know, what, 34 for, you know, 200, or is it 59 yards? Yeah, just if you say that and then, like, and then a touchdown, okay, that sounds a lot better because, like, when he's getting these plays with his legs, he's not just like, it's not just, you know, useless. He's getting first downs, touchdowns, all that. Yeah, exactly. And he's passing too, like on these plays too. It's just, yeah. he's also doing both. Also, they did, they had some drops last week too. Like that's part, that was also something worth noting. Did they? I didn't get to watch it really. Yeah. Mark Andrews had two or three drops. Oh yeah, that's right. Mark Andrews dropped the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can look how many drops he had. Yeah, he dropped three passes that were, like, all on point. So, it was kind of rainy, but, I mean, that also helped, I guess, Lamar's rushing because making people miss. But, yeah, some of the drops there didn't help. But, Mandrews could have had a huge day if those those hit. I know. But, they didn't. They missed. So, here are some places where uh, we missed. Yeah. Swing so a miss. What a good transition there, though. Um <laughs> Chowder, he was some <laughs> Chowder, Crowder. Yeah, I was thinking he would be Darnold's target. It honestly was kind of Demarius. Yeah, Demarius. Even, had if the you most can looks. call any of them like his favorite target, besides yeah. Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, he got the um, he got a lot of pass interference calls. Yeah, he did. He got like two or three of those. Yeah, it was because he was on J.C. Jackson was on him. So, like, he, that was the weak matchup. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes sense. They were probably just told him to just fucking hold him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, like, what are they going to do? <laughs> Score on us? The <laughs> 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 Bill Belichick, you have a laugh. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was a bummer. I was hoping that game, I thought the game would be closer. I was bummed. Yeah, my expectation going into it was, this is like the Patriots are going to win this, but hopefully the Jets can make this close. Yeah, because I felt like like I, this seemed like the potentially best offense they played against. Like looking at who the Patriots have played, truly. Like, okay, obviously like they've been dominant, and it's like I'm not going to like take away from it too much, but they hadn't faced because the, they played the Jets earlier, but that was Luke Falk, so they hadn't faced like right. a high powered offense. Like the Bills game was close, but like. Uh, that was, was like, it. That's like yeah. the only decent team they've played. Yeah, I was waiting to see, okay, well, the Jets team with most of their pieces and then on Darnold back, I think I, like, okay, maybe I'll be able to put up a fight, but well, that was rough, man. That was a big bummer. I'm sorry. I was hoping to be better. Yeah, me too. I feel like a lot of people took Darnold's comment out of context, too. He was on the sideline. Yeah, he's going to get ripped for that. Yeah, but, like, I don't really get why, because it was a really, like, honest and, like, aware assessment. Like, to be that self-aware and be like, I'm making bad reads out there. Yeah. Which is what it really means. People are going to think he's, like, just broken now. I'm like, that's not the case. No, he was, like, 
it's um it's like an old journalism turn that you've actually seen people use with Brady and whatnot and Peyton Manning when he was first starting in the league. Just like they got out there, they were running plays they'd done a hundred times, but the defense was in their head, so they weren't going for the obvious throw. Mm-hmm. They were forcing it somewhere bad and then creating bad, like bad mistakes even like on top of it. So it was like they're leaving plays on the field, and he could tell he was doing it, but his he was shook. Belichick was in his head. Yeah, no, he was shook. I was like, if McCown were there, like this would be one of those times where like they're like, all right, McCown, get in there, Darnold, like. Yeah, take a breather. Yeah, <laughs> and like that's one of those things. Um, what was it? I think it was Holmgren with Breeze in the Saints. I'm trying to remember who was there with him, but that was one of the big things with Breeze's development was they had someone there um, to like. Oh, it was Holmgren and Favre, right? I'm trying to remember. Was it Favre? Or I'm thinking of someone else. It might just be Holmgren with multiple people. I don't know. It might be because I saw the thing with Favre where he was saying Holmgren would come up to him and tell him that on the sideline that he was seeing ghosts, like when he was first starting out. Yeah, oh gosh, maybe I'm missing. Maybe that was Favre singing it, but I, I remember something with Breeze too. But basically, like, I, I, it is Holmgren though. I know it's Holmgren and someone is like helping someone like transition into being a starter. Like, you know, as a youngin, just because, like, sometimes it is tough. Like, it's not going to always go well. So, mm-hmm. and, like, having a having the right veteran there and the right coach to um, really, like, keep you from breaking is, is important. No, I wish we had McCown for that game. Yeah, that would have been nice. He's a good dad. He's a good dad. Oh, well, I'm not honestly too discouraged about it in the long run, like, while I'm on it. Just, like, that's, like, the last of the Jets' awful, like, matchups. They Now they get a slate of, like, easier games. I think Darnold goes back to his fundamentals. Because that was, I mean, you watch the game. His footwork was so bad. And it was amazing the week before. So he clearly was, like, freaking out and yeah. forgetting his fundamentals. So you go back to that. You get your shit back together. I think he'll be fine. I'm not, like, long-term worried yeah, and, like, on Favre, too, he, like, talked about, like, you sent me that thing where he was talking about, like, it basically just means, like, you're, they're showing blitz and they're not, but, like, the, sh- the fact that they're showing the blitz is, like, throwing you off. And, like, you're expecting the blitz and you're acting as if they are blitzing or gonna blitz. Yeah, no, he was, like, he's gonna look at the tape, like, at plays where he thought the guy was doing this, and it turns out he wasn't at all. <laughs> yeah, which, um, I, I, he'll be fine. And, like, Favre was like, I think this guy's going to be really good still, so. Yeah, he did say that, too. Mm-hmm. I like Darnold. He's good. It's just, I mean, he's so young still. That's the thing. Like, people forget that. Yeah, no, people do forget that. He is he's younger than Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah, Darnold is 22, and it's like he turned 22 in June, so he's still, like, on the back half of 22. Sorry, the front half of 22. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't even hit his Jordan year yet. Lamar Jackson's also 22. Right. Dude, all these, like... It's nice that we're getting all these, like, fun, good, young QBs in the league now. As, like, these older guys kind of, like, start wearing out. Yeah, we're kind of at, like, the end of that that era. Yeah, now, like, now Russell Wilson soon is going to be, like, that, like, the old like old goat, whatever you want to call it. The, yeah, like, the, the vet goat presence. Yeah, it's, like, because after Brady, Rodgers, Breeze are gone, like, Russell Wilson's going to be, like, the oldest guy <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to think about it's gonna be like wilson and like stafford stafford won't be like goat but he'll still be Staff- around stafford's gonna be the rivers 
Right, exactly. <laughs> He's been playing 20 years, has the like the highest stats ever, but he can't win one. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he was the quickest guy to 40,000 yards, right? Mm-hmm. He just hit that, yeah. Another crazy thing. So, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, um, so Crowder, Crowder was a, um, didn't do too well. You mm-hmm. call him Chowder. He was regurgitated vomit looking <laughs> consistency. <laughs> Uh, Gallup, though, being a whiff was one I didn't really anticipate. I really thought he would have a good floor. Yeah, this I, game. yeah. That I thought even with Cooper there, it wouldn't make much difference. But they didn't really they didn't need him. So I put it. He only had four targets, which was his lowest on the year. Previously, his lowest was seven. Wow. So by far his lowest. Yeah, and no, I like against a bad secondary. It's just kind of baffling. Yeah, I think it was one of the things where they were just winning so much. They didn't like in the fourth quarter. They like, they like barely passed in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I mean they were up the whole game. They were up yeah. twenty-seven to seven at halftime, and then after that, it was like we don't need to pass again. Yeah, Zeke got twenty-two carries. Yeah, six receptions. It ended up being a Zeke day, and they could just kind of they had the, they won this one pretty handily. So. A lot sometimes in those like things where you get up really quickly, like sometimes the secondary guys just don't work out, or some of their receivers just won't work out because they won't be needed as much. Yeah, I mean Cooper didn't score either. He had his yardage. Yeah. But... Yeah, Cooper had a good day. He was what? Yeah, five like five of five and uh, one of six yards. Mm-hmm. Just bopping on that secondary. Bop bop. And Zeke with the finishing moves. Yeah. Oh, dude. Cooper gets Philly in week 16. Ugh. Fantasy championship week. Cooper against the <laughs> Eagles. Oh, man. That's um, disgusting. Yeah, but uh, staying in that division, we have Evan Ingram. Um, he had a dud week. He was in a great spot. Um, but it didn't look like he was healthy. No, that. And then he got, like, poached in the eye and had to come out for a bit. He came, He did go back in and got some more targets, but it was, like, five targets, one catch, like, nothing. And then Red, yeah. Red Olsen got the touchdown. So, it... Yeah, it, he didn't look as fully good as we'd hoped. Yeah, that was a shame. Mm. Danny Dips was uh, not playing his best either. No, yeah, he got picked off twice, I think. Was it Pat Pete? I don't know. It was, I don't think it was. But I know we were like, so Patrick Peterson's going to pick him off, right? Right. <laughs> Let me see who the picks were. No, he, he got picked once. My bad. I think I got picked twice. Look into this. Who picked off Danny... Oh, he fumbled twice. That was it. He lost two fumbles. That was it, yeah. I knew he turned it over a couple times. Damn. Yeah, yeah and then uh, what else was a, we missed? That San Fran-Washington game was awful. Yeah. Out of all fronts. Yeah, it was just gross. I mean, it's that's that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Patrick Peterson had a sack. Yeah. Yeah, he does that. He moves around. I know. I love those corner safety he's very personal Mm -hmm. but yeah it was it was Hicks who picked him off but um yeah it was a rough game and uh and there for us every day and I was in yeah and San Fran Washington that was just gross like I was I was hoping the running game would get you some stuff because I I was banking on it I needed it it made sense based on the matchup but no we didn't pick any receivers but we thought San Fran would run on them Brita got hurt right yeah, I think I think he, I think he got. Did multiple people get poked in the eye this weekend? Damn. Or wait, no, because Brita was like they said like concussion. I think that sounds right. 
concussion when I was looking at the scroller at the bottom. Yeah, let me look at the guy near my eye. I don't know. I thought he got like, yeah, cause he got poked in the eye. And he had so hard he got a concussion. Yeah, he say everything got poked in the eye. Um, there was no penalty on the play. They were just kind of <laughs> interesting. I'm sure it's one that happens a lot that is missed a lot because yeah, it's very it's... hard to see. Those linemen, dude, I would wear goggles. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, Matt Breida also got an eye injury, they're calling it. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, it's like, it's like uh, wearing like, the visors. Some people do that. Uh, but we were right that Washington was a mash. Mm -hmm. They don't. They did not score in any capacity. Yep, mash. Washington, Dan Snyder, um, Bruce Allen. That's always, yep. you know, continued to do. Um, the Buffalo RBs didn't work out because the Dolphins showed some life. They did show some life. Fitzpatrick had a good day. They were actually winning the game at one point, and they were like, all right, guys, take it easy. We have to lose this one, too. Yeah, and, like, the Buffalo defense had, like, two fantasy points until, like, the very end where they started to get, like, picks and a random touchdown, which, you know, saved the day on that. But, yeah, no, like, <laughs> it was wild. I was like, are the Bills going to lose this game? I know. It seemed like one of those trap games that they might – for a minute there. I'm glad they pulled it out, though. That's not a loss you want. Or, yeah. the, like, for either team. That's not a win you want if you're the Dolphins, either. <coughs> Preston Williams was, went 6 for 82, and then Parker was 5 for 55 and a touchdown. I wonder if they're going to keep Fitz in or not. I don't know. But even like then... like Any week. Yeah, it's like, when is it going to switch back? But, yeah, Bill's RBs didn't do a lot. Although, Singletary did get 7 carries to go with 11, so that's kind of, like, reassuring in the sense that, like, they want to use them. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, Mark Walton. Let's talk about Mark Walton real quick. Uh oh. So no, he, no, like no, like he got 14 carries, and um, at a target, which I mean for negative yards. But so he got 14 carries. He, as of this week, was the lead back. What? Where are you on him? Like, fan well, so guys, I guess. Are we assuming Drake is going to get traded? I think so, or at least Drake's not being used right now. So he, I mean, that's the thing. It's either like if he he might get traded, but he's also not getting the ball like much at all. Like I think Drake should get traded. Personally. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah, I don't know what the so market that, is though. <laughs> so that basically leaves Walton and Bellage. Walton's interesting because I actually had a weird like think that he might be good. Two years ago, yeah, you liked before him a lot he even got pre-draft. Yeah, pre-draft, and then he got drafted. And I wasn't super high on him. Um, <laughs> I don't know where he went. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I I could see Walton maybe taking that role. Kalen Balaj, I don't like. I don't. Kalen Balaj is awful. <laughs> yeah, he's not good. So like, it's kind of has to be him if if they do trade Drake, and I think this was a kind of debut to see if they could use Walton with Drake gone and have him carry the ball fourteen times. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think it was promising for him. Yeah, my I guess personal biggest issue on it is like the team he's on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then also Kalen Balaj, like they're still giving him goal line carries. So, like, if you're getting vultured on a team that gets, like, no touchdowns, that's, like, that bites my only, like, hesitancy, I guess, is, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm not picking him up in any no. league. Yeah, like, for Dynasty, he's definitely really intriguing there, at least, because, like, you know, long-term, there might be something there. But season-long, I think it's, like, not worth it, just because he's not, like... I, there's such a low chance that not picking him up is going to hurt you. Like, I mean, 
like I we talked about this, none of these Dolphins players have ceilings right now. Like they all have such like a low ceiling because it's such a bad team that doesn't actually want to win. And you have no idea what they're gonna do week to week or even throughout a game. So like I I don't think it's worth rushing any Dolphins player in general. Yeah, it, like I said, Dynasty is kind of different, or like keeper. Maybe there's some value there, but like typical kind of redraft. As as nice as it is, like oh, we have this guy who's quote unquote like a bell cow, or at least like the RB one for this team. The situation's enough that I'm like, nah, I'm a pass. Pass. I lost you there for a minute, but I'm back. Gotcha. Hopefully, it got all of me talking there because I kept talking. So we'll see. And hopefully but, none of me talking because I was singing. I'm so lost without you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you arrived for saying Balazs sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, I guess like going through like I, I feel like I'd rather like hold on to like a handcuff right now, like like Madison or like Armstead or someone, than than uh, grabbing Walton personally, which I'm that may be like a little harsh. But I like the I like the upside on that one. But yeah, I mean I'm not. I all my running back situations are actually solid this year. So like personally, not going for him. But if you're really running back heavy, he could be like a bright star, diamond in the rough kind yeah, of guy. It looks like he on. yeah, it looks like he might be getting enough touches to like get you some points. But the thing is, like the touchdown equity is so low that it's ill. But yeah. And then lastly, we I guess we got Blockinson last week. Um, we got Blockinson. Yeah, because um, he and Jimmy Graham, who actually Jimmy Graham worked, I guess we can put him in our good calls. Because, like, Jimmy Graham, the other Jimmy G. Like, as we said, Graham, Cook, and Block, Blockinson ended up, and Cook ended up not playing, so it was just those two. Um, let me look at Hawkinson's, like, targets. It ended up being a Dammy Amendola week. I like calling him Dammy. But, yeah, Hawkinson was 3 for 32 on five targets, so not ideal there. But um, it's tough to know for sure like when you're going to get a Hawkinson week just because Blockinson. Yeah, some weeks it's Blockinson. But them losing carry on really hurts too. I don't know, like just, not just for like Blockinson, just in general. For the yeah, no, he's really good. So like not having a really good player is a big bummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Lions, uh, they might they're losing in some momentum. Yeah, they've got. They have this always team. happened. They start the year off like five and zero or something, and then they go like six and nine. The, the Broncos do that a lot. And the Broncos and Panthers are prone to doing that. But yeah, the Lions Lions are also streaky and consistent. They do get the Giants this week, so that could be a win. Should we be a win. Should be a win. Then they'll be back to three three and one. So, huh. but. Yeah, so I think that's most of everything. Oh, yeah, last week, picks, you were 9-4, I was 9-5. So overall, you are 64-39-1. I am 61-43-1. Um, your lock was the Rams. That worked. Upset was Oakland. Unfortunately, it did not work. Um, my lock was Jacksonville. Upset was New Orleans. Both of those worked out. Yup, yup. Oh, Oakland. Yeah, they get um, the Texans this week. So... Yeah, they just got Gary and Conley, but a lot of times, like, the team that traded the guy end up, ends up winning, so I'm sort of waiting on that one. Yeah, I'm curious, like, is he going to... Trading someone to the team you're playing against that week's a bold move, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Real bold. Yeah, it's early enough that, like, is he going to play? 
you know, that first week there, it's harder to get integrated enough to be super effective. So, super effective. <laughs> Let's see, yeah, but yeah, tomorrow night we've got Redskins Vikings, and that'll that can be part, that'll be part of our uh, preview from for tomorrow that we're putting out. So, yeah, that'll all the injuries will come with that. But yeah, I think last week I think it was pretty was a pretty interesting week for the most part. I'd say. Um, you see what the uh, night game is this week? Sunday night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Packers-Chiefs? Oh, yeah. That would have been so much better with Mahomes. Oh, I know. You see what the Monday night game is? Yeah, dude, what the fuck? Why, Just flex why something. Did they, why did they put the Dolphins Monday night? Like, they had to know the Dolphins were going to be terrible this year. Like, <laughs> for them to be in the dude, the past couple seasons, the Dolphins have had, like, an inordinate amount of fucking primetime games and i don't get it they're they haven't been good in years <laughs> they want they want to showcase the tank they had like four a year or two ago they had like four primetime games it's a couple were thursday night which kind of don't count but still it's a standalone night game put the dolphins on it the steelers defense is gonna run wild right like... yeah it's james connor yeah, this it's, it's James Conner Steelers defense, like because that defense has been a lot better too. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, we're we're kind of tipping into the preview. So, this we'll week, uh, we'll get to that next week or next tomorrow. Yeah, next, next day. episode. Yeah, next next time, next something. Because <laughs> you, usually we don't intentionally break it up. We just end up taking a while and then needing to break it up. <laughs> but today we intentionally, yeah, the schedules are a little. We're a little rough this week, mm-hmm. but hey, we're here. We're talking football. Just, just some bros, bros just talking bro. ball. Just talking that football, man. Just, just slapping butts all day. Slap ass. Slap ass. <laughs> I was talking to someone about Keen Peel, and like, the, their show is basically like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like, I feel like sometimes because like, there's plenty of like, there's some funny ones, but there's also a lot of not that funny ones from their shows. Oh, I love them. See, for me, it's like it's one of those shows that like I want to watch like the one or two per episode that are good just off of YouTube and then like ignore the rest. That's kind of what I do. I just see the like the ones on YouTube and those are always like yeah. the best ones. Yeah, they definitely have plenty of good ones. <laughs> they just they're just they're not batting for the average, they're just batting for the totals. Shower handle. <laughs> <laughs> but um on that note, this will end our um we, sorry, I guess we can call it week seven review, and then we're back with our week eight preview. Uh, sooner, sooner than you can say, then you can say, bitch Trubitsky. Bitch Trubitsky. Oh, wow, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you all for tuning in. See you tomorrow. <laughs>